Viewpoint on Mormonism, the program that examines the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints from a biblical perspective. Viewpoint on Mormonism is sponsored by Mormonism Research Ministry. Since 1979, Mormonism Research Ministry has been dedicated to equipping the body of Christ with answers regarding the Christian faith in a manner that expresses gentleness and respect. And now, your host for today's Viewpoint on Mormonism. Welcome to this edition of Viewpoint on Mormonism. I'm your host, Bill McKeever, founder and director of Mormonism Research Ministry. And with me today is Eric Johnson, my colleague at MRM. Well, if you've been listening to the show this week, you've probably sensed our excitement in the fact that we have found a building that will house the new Utah Christian Research Center. We have the main floor of a two-story building in the city of Draper, Utah, that is located in the southern portion of the Salt Lake Valley. So we're kind of in the middle between Utah County, where Brigham Young University is located, and of course Salt Lake Valley, which is where most people in the state of Utah live in the first place. So we're very well located, about a mile west of Interstate 15. It's going to be very easy to find. We closed on August 1st. The building, thank God, is completely paid off. And we just praise God for all those who came together to help us out in purchasing this property. Your faithfulness was just overwhelming. We had a lot of people who were offering their prayers and guidance on this. So this is not just a two-person project. There's a lot of people involved in this, and we thank God for what he is going to do in this center. It's not a two-person project. Uh, There are a lot of people. It's your building, for those of you who helped us with this. uh, And I want you to know how much we do appreciate it. And it's not just you and me, Bill, but your wife, Tammy, has put in a ton of work. Oh, she's amazing. And and without her, we're not in this building. So I want to just publicly acknowledge the work that Tammy has done and is continuing to do. There is so much paperwork. There's so much we've had to do and we'll have to continue to do to make sure we're up to the cities and the state standards and doing everything the right way. But she's the one who's doing all that paperwork. Like I say, she is amazing. Well, anyway, in yesterday's show, we were talking about the artifacts that we hope to have on display at this center. It's not just going to be a place where you can buy printed material such as books and other periodicals and such like that. We want to have displays that emphasize that the Bible is a book that needs to be believed. And so we are going to have some replicas of archaeological finds that demonstrate the names of people mentioned in the Bible, showing that the Bible was accurate when it talks about such people. And also, we want to talk about the history of our English Bible, because as we were mentioning in yesterday's show, the the LDS Church, in Article 8 of their Articles of Faith, say that they believe the Bible to be the Word of God, but only as far as they say it has been translated correctly. We want to tackle that truth claim and show that it's not actually true. And also, we're going to have displays dealing with the history of Mormonism also. Eric had mentioned that we have some old editions of the Book of Mormon. We don't have an 1830 edition. Those are quite rare. Very few of them exist any longer. But we certainly have some older editions from the 19th century. And you might ask, well, why is that a big deal? Well, while most Latter-day Saints believe that the Book of Mormon was translated by the gift and power of God, If you look at some of these older editions, you will find that a lot of the modifications that they have in their current edition 
were slowly put into the Book of Mormon to where it reads the way it does today. For instance, I have a 1908 edition of the Book of Mormon that does not have the phrase or out of the waters of baptism in it. That was only found in the Nauvoo edition, and now it is a part of the standard edition of the Book of Mormon, but that wasn't always the case. You see, the LDS Church was constantly tampering with the Book of Mormon throughout the years. Now, do most Latter-day Saints know that? Have they ever seen some of these alterations that were made throughout the years? Probably not. Well, we're going to be able to point out that this book has, in fact, been edited throughout its history. And we're also going to have some other artifacts dealing with not only, as I mentioned yesterday, the gold plates, but also how the plates were translated as far as with a hat and a seer stone. We're even looking into getting an actual pistol that Joseph Smith used, not the pistol, because that's on display at the church museum downtown, but we will have one that looks just like the pistol that he had. And it was a 32 caliber, six-barreled Ethan Allen pepper box. We hope to have one of those on display as well. One of my favorite pieces that we have as far as Mormonism is concerned is a primer from the Deseret Alphabet. We also have a reproduction of the Book of Mormon Deseret Alphabet. I'd like to have those displayed and describe a little bit about why Brigham Young decided to create a whole new language called the Deseret Language and then why it was such a failure. So uh, we're going to have things like that that will be very educational for people who would like to learn more about the Deseret language. And we also hope to have some books on display dealing with the subject of polygamy. We have a first edition of Wife Number 19, which was a scathing report on polygamy in Utah during the 19th century. And surprisingly, there were a lot of very critical books written on that subject during that time period. Many people don't even realize that some of the prominent people in Mormon history, take Sarah Pratt, for instance, the wife of Mormon apostle Orson Pratt. She was very much against polygamy and was a a real instrumental figure in the anti-polygamy movement in Salt Lake City. We have had a number of books donated to us over the last couple of years, especially books that you're talking about right now. Maybe you're somebody out there who has a library, not just of the current books, but maybe you have some older books that you might like to donate to the Utah Christian Research Center that we might be able to use in the display. We'd love to hear from you. You can contact me at eric at mrm.org. Our website is utahchristianresearchcenter.com if you'd like to see more about what we're talking about here. But if you would like to donate anything that you think would be of value to our museum, we are open ears. Yeah, especially the older books that perhaps it may not be something that we would put on display for everybody to see, but at least it could go in our research library because Sandra has been gracious to give us much of the library that she and her husband Gerald used for their research. And it's amazing because think about it, Eric, they did all this without computers in the early years. And she has given us a number of these books. We hope to have those in our library that people can look at. They can't check them out, and we're not going to sell them, but they would be allowed to at least look at them for doing their own personal research. We have a number of people listening to us this past week, Bill, and they're antsy, and they're saying, what is it that we can do? How can we help? Well, if you would like to get on the email list, I recommend that. 
write me an email at eric at mrm.org. But we're going to eventually need volunteers who are going to have to help us be able to keep the store open. We're not making the application available now, but down the road, we're going to be writing to the list that we have that is our email list. Maybe you're somebody who would like to be a participant in keeping the store open by manning it. But not only that, Bill, we do have things we're going to need to purchase in order to get into this building. I think people might like to know, what is it that I might be able to do to be able to help us? That's a good point, because as you can imagine, we've been focusing on raising funds just to get this building paid off. And we thank God that he has met that need. And so we will not have a mortgage, though we will incur monthly expenses naturally. I mean, we're going to have to heat this place. We're going to have to air condition this place. And this is going to be an added burden to Mormonism Research Ministry. But we think that we'll be able to meet those needs as God is meeting our needs in the past. But you're right. There are some things that we are going to have to purchase to get this thing up and running. And one is we... Some of the smaller items, you might say, is we are going to need, for instance, a a large smart TV in the classroom where we can use our PowerPoint presentations. We don't want to use a a projector. We would much rather use a television that works much better in order to project our images on that. It's flat. It's against the wall. It doesn't get in the way or anything like that. But those aren't cheap. We can find them anywhere from, oh, about $500 to maybe $1,000, but Believe me, we're going to look for the best deal. We're not looking to pay total retail on everything. And we're going to go through some of these things right now and maybe even in tomorrow. But if you're somebody who says, you know, I'd like to sponsor the TV. I'd like to be able to put that in. We're estimating it to be about seven or $800. You can do that by donating to MRM and including a note that would explain that I would like to adopt the TV. I'd like that to be the thing that I purchase. And uh, if you donate for this project $300 or more, we still have pages from our 1630 edition of the King James Version Bible. You can get a page. You can go to mrm.org slash 1630-Bible, 1630-Bible, and you can see the pages we still have available. But we're going to still be distributing those pages that make a great addition to a wall in your home you might like to enjoy. But yeah, if you'd like to adopt that, how about interior paint? Bill, we're going to get volunteers to help us paint it. We're not going to pay a painter. Yeah, and I know a bunch of guys at my church are are talking about helping out and doing that project. Of course, we don't want paint splattered all over the place, And but if the, you have a skill at that, you might want to touch base with us. We also are going to need at least three two-sided nine-foot bookshelves. These are the library-type bookshelves, so you have books going in both directions. And uh, they're, they're not cheap. Uh, we're hoping to find some locally, maybe from an, an old-school library that they don't need them anymore. But otherwise, when I price some of these, they're usually about $1,200 a piece. And so that, that's a bit expensive, plus you have to ship them out as well. And you need three of those. So, At I least, mean, yes. So we're talking upwards of $4,000 to be able to just buy those, right. and we're hoping to maybe find them a little cheaper. There's also one repair that we have to make. We knew that when we bought it. It has a, a door that we are going to be using as our main entrance on the east side of the building. There's actually another entrance into the middle of the building, but we're going to have the entrance on the east side as being our main entrance into where all the displays are and the books are. 
To replace that door, we already have a bid on that. It's going to be about $1,900. It's a big glass door, double pane and such. So we're going to need to replace that as soon as possible. That's about $2,000. And then we have another little cubby area that I would like to put a door in to make that into kind of a, a utility closet. Rather than have a vacuum cleaner and a mop sitting there where everybody can see it, it'd be nice to have a door <laughs> covering that up. And we figure the estimate for that is not going to be more than $500, but it is something that we're going to need to look into. And of course, we're going to need street signage. We want to have a sign on the monument sign that they call it that's out by the street so people know where we're at. We're not exactly sure what all that would cost. We're estimating probably around $350, maybe $500 for that. We are also working on display cases because we have a lot of archaeological artifacts that, of course, we want to put behind glass. We certainly don't want to risk somebody picking them up and dropping them because they are quite expensive. If you'd like to see this list, Utah Christian Research Center, one word, dot com. We have the list there. If you'd like to donate to that, then uh, go ahead and send that in by going to mrm.org slash donate. That explains the different ways that you can donate. And if you want to get a particular page out of our 1630 edition of the King James Version Bible, we do have a list there on the website as well that will show you what you can actually ask for, or we'll just send you a, uh, one of the pages randomly. But if you'd like to help us, we still need help. Yeah, check out that website. What it is, again, where they can find out all that information, Eric. UtahChristianResearchCenter.com. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information regarding Mormonism Research Ministry, we encourage you to visit our website at www.mrm.org, where you can request our free newsletter, Mormonism Researched. We hope you will join us again as we look at another Viewpoint on Mormonism.